Hey everyone, this is Sunny Lamba and you're listening to Flawthentic Me. In this episode, we are going to talk about those feelings of unworthiness. Where are they coming from and why do they keep coming back? So let's get started. Welcome to the Flawthentic Me podcast where it is all about loving yourselves even when you feel imperfect and flawed a place where you can be raw real and authentic and here's your hostess self image transformation coach and a die hard feminist sunny lamba hey friends so i just came back from shoveling the driveway and for those of you who know me you know how much i hate the cold weather and the snow I literally if I could would hibernate the whole winter. So as I was shoveling, I was thinking about before COVID when we moved to Costa Rica. And I was just dreaming about that life that I wish I could just go and live in a warm place. And right away, the feelings of unworthiness started. I am not worthy to go move to a warm place. I don't deserve it. I am not good enough to have that lifestyle. And these are the feelings that we all fight. You know when something big is coming and you're working towards a goal and what happens? Those feelings come. Oh, who am I to be doing this? Why would people listen to my podcast? Why would people follow me on Instagram? I am not good enough. And we all go through these feelings. whether you call it lack of self esteem shame or the inner voice it doesn't matter what name you give it but secretly we all have those feelings of unworthiness at some point in our life and sometimes even almost every single day and we are scared that what if the world finds out what if the world sees the real me so what do we do we hide our true feelings and we try to look perfect live perfect act perfect unfortunately that really doesn't help because the more we fake perfectionism the more we're scared of shame so let me start by my feelings of unworthiness i have been struggling with unworthiness or i am not good enough or lack of self esteem lack of self worth since forever i was the most intelligent kid in my class i was the topper in school always winning awards and prizes and my grades were straight A's across the board still i have those feelings of unworthiness because growing up i was constantly compared to others and most of our unworthiness feelings come from those childhood issues comes from how we were raised so in my case my parents always told my siblings look at sunny she is so good at school why can't you be like her my cousins were told the same thing my aunts and uncles were constantly telling my cousins once again sunny got 95% why couldn't you do that and what did that do for me i wanted to be liked and loved by my sister my brothers my cousins everyone so i started undermining my intelligence i started compensating by saying oh I just have a good memory. I'm not really that good at school. And that's where those feelings of unworthiness came because I was always trying to justify that no, I'm not that good. 
And what does a child want? Every child wants to be loved and wants to feel safe and secure. And that's what I wanted. Now, I'm not saying that our parents do that intentionally. That was just the way we all parent. I mean, how many of us have not compared our child to other children? I have, certainly. And then I catch myself right away because I know better. I have done the work on myself. Still, it comes up. So many times I compare my son to other kids and say, oh, look at that child. Why can't you do math? Why can't you focus? And then I catch myself and I right away say sorry. And I justify that mama is wrong. I shouldn't have said that. At least we are learning, right? But when we were kids, that was the way parenting was done. They did what they thought was the best for us. They were not out to hurt us. They were just trying to somehow motivate us to do better. But unfortunately, that didn't go that well. And these feelings of unworthiness have shown up in my life everywhere, in every walk of my life. Before I found my husband, I felt unworthy of love. I hated my job and I wanted to quit my job. And my husband kept saying, just quit. Do what you want to do. But I kept finding excuses to stay in the job because I didn't feel worthy of starting a business. I didn't feel worthy of success. I was scared. And I'm not the only one. We all have those feelings of unworthiness. We all have our own stories of childhood. Whether those feelings came from our parents or religion or state or society, but we all have them. The trick, my friends, is to learn to recognize them. And then every single day, you take small steps towards worthiness. So if you feel that I am not worthy, who am I to do a podcast? Why would someone listen to me? Then you go and record that podcast. Yes, maybe in the beginning, no one will listen. Send it out to your friends. They love you. They will listen to it. And then when they tell you you did a great job, there's a little vote for that person that you are becoming. So you're casting votes to become the person that you want to become. You're casting votes towards that worthy person. But unfortunately, most of us just stay in that mashup of feeling unworthy and not good enough. And therefore, we don't do the things that we really want to do. And we just stay in our comfort zone. When we fear that we are not worthy, it then becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy that we will never be worthy. And we get stuck in that mental loop. But once we have healed our internal wounds around worth, we change those old behaviors that have gotten in our way. Once our self-worth becomes stronger, we no longer want to continue those destructive patterns of procrastination, perfectionism, mental loops of feeling unworthy, depression. And when I say depression, I don't mean the diagnostic depression. I just mean those negative thought patterns. So here is a quote by Marianne Williamson. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? Your playing small does not serve the world. Yes, you are a unique human being. You came in this world, what were the chances of you coming in this world? 
one in a million. You know how many things have to align for that one sperm in millions to fertilize that egg and that's when you were born. So how can you not play big? How can you underestimate yourself? Are you playing small to keep your friends and family comfortable? Yes, so many of us do that. Because ask yourselves, how many people in your close friends and family, your circle, have never achieved greatness? Have not lived up to their full potential? Have not really gone for their dreams? They keep talking about them, but they have not done anything to achieve those dreams. As a result, we shrink ourselves so that other people don't feel threatened. Because we're conditioned to not hurt others' feelings, especially us women. We have seen our mothers do this, our grandmothers do this, but who says that we have to continue those patterns? We can change those patterns, we can break those generational patterns, and we can step into our power. Accepting our worthiness means no longer playing small. Yes, it could start with baby steps, like posting that reel on Instagram, like starting that podcast. If you're scared of starting a podcast, maybe just do an audio clip on your Instagram, on your social media, like starting that business, small steps. If you want to lose weight and you're scared, then just do one small step, walk for 10 minutes. And I know it's scary because to really step into your power, we have to step out of our comfort zone. The comfort zone that we have created this space to keep us safe and secure. And that comes from childhood. We told ourselves a story. I told myself a story that I cannot get good grades in school because then my cousins are going to hate me and I want them to like me. So what did I do? I started playing small. But that was the 8-year-old or the 10-year-old little girl. As a grown-up, now when I look back at that, I know that I am safe, I am secure, and people who really love me would love me for who I am. And if they don't love me just because I'm playing big, just because I'm doing everything to achieve my dreams, then they never really loved me. Then they loved that smaller version of me. Then they don't deserve my love. Then why should I play small to appease them? So many of us believe that if we stick to playing small, it will mean love and belonging. So we hold on to those long-held cultural beliefs, those familial patterns, those generational curses. But let me tell you, my friend, no one is going to come and pay your bills. No one is going to come when you are sitting there at the end of your life and wondering, why did I not do the things I wanted to do? So you are answerable to yourself. So let's talk about how you can slowly overcome these feelings of unworthiness. As you know, I love giving you practical steps that you can take to move towards a more positive lifestyle. So first of all, start noticing when you're judging yourself. And how are you judging yourself? What do you usually say? Are you harsh? If something goes wrong, do you talk like, I am so stupid that I made this mistake? I always do things wrong. I can never do anything right. When you're using absolute words like always and never, that is the voice of a judgment. That is when you're coming from a place of unworthiness. Or let's say you reached out to a client and they didn't get back to you. And you right away jump to a conclusion, oh, I'm not good enough. Maybe they just were busy. 
Maybe they didn't get your email. Maybe the email went in the junk folder. But you are jumping to conclusions and you're only focusing on the negatives. That is the kind of judgments you got to be more aware of. So what I want you to do is write five to eight things that you always blame yourself for. Maybe you made a mistake in life. Maybe there was a big failure. Maybe something didn't go the way you wanted it to go. And every single time you're feeling unworthy, these things come up. Let's say you failed at a course in university. Let's say you started a business and it failed. Or let's say you gave up on a new business idea. So those five to eight big events that happened in your life that you blame yourself for. Write them down on a piece of paper. And then next to each of these incidents, write down what did you make out of that. Maybe it was something small, but you gave it a new meaning. I failed the course because I'm stupid. I was not able to sustain in my business because I am not good enough. So what story did you tell yourself? And then write down at least three reasons why that story that you're telling yourself is not the right story. So you're telling yourself, I failed at the university course because I'm stupid. But you're going to come up with three reasons why this is not true. This is not true because I did pass the 20 other courses. This is not true because I was really good at school in high school. This is not true because I have performed really well at my job. So you failed one course in the university and the meaning you gave to that is I'm stupid. But now you're going to find three reasons why that's not the right story. It is just a story that your subconscious created. And we are going to find evidence against that story. And I want you to do that for every incident that you wrote. And then I want you to really focus and think, whose voice are you hearing? When you feel unworthy, when you look at those incidents and you're telling yourself that I am stupid, I'm not good enough, whose voice are you hearing? Maybe meditate about it. Because a lot of our judgments or subconscious beliefs come from our childhood. We just talked about that. And this could be the voice of a parent, a sibling, a relative, maybe a teacher at school, maybe friends at school. So think about whose voice it is that is coming to your mind whenever you're feeling unworthy. The thing is that as little kids, we believe that the grown-ups around us know what they're talking about. We believe that whatever they say is true. So when a grown-up says, oh, you're so stupid, how could you do that? We make a story that, yes, I must be stupid if my mom has said that. I must be stupid if my teacher has said that. But it's not true. Your mom or your teacher was just going through a bad day and they yelled at you. Don't we all do that? So now, looking back as an adult, you can see how that story you created is not the real story. So you got to find evidence in your life where you were not stupid and then make a new story. Create a new story of being this smart, intelligent, powerful, strong woman. Someone who's worthy of everything they want in life. Worthy of success, worthy of love, worthy of abundance. And this, my friends, is a lot of work. It's a constant work. It's not just a one-time thing that you're going to write down five incidents and you're going to change those beliefs. It's a constant work. Every time those feelings of unworthiness come, instead of going down the rabbit hole and just binge-watching Netflix, 
to numb your feelings, take out your journal and start writing. Why am I feeling like this? Whose voice am I hearing? What is the story that little girl told herself? And what is the new story as an adult that I should be creating now? And then slowly and surely start loving yourself unconditionally. Think about how you are trying to prove your worth. Do you try to overachieve? Do you try to just help others by bending over backwards? Do you try to put others first because you want to feel worthy? Do you give way too much into a relationship while the other person is not contributing? Are you lying about your income? Are you lying about your lifestyle? Are you wearing certain clothes because you want to feel worthy? It's okay to wear beautiful designer brands, but what is the reason behind it? Are you doing it to prove your worth? Or are you doing it because you want to do it for yourself? And then think about it. How would it feel to love yourself unconditionally? Would you feel worthy even if you don't have beautiful clothes? Even if you don't have a certain body size or shape? Even if you don't have any money? If you are penniless, would you still feel worthy? Would you feel worthy even if that friend that you're trying to impress doesn't respond? Get rid of the ifs and the whens. I will feel worthy when I make this amount of money. I will feel worthy when I lose 10 pounds. I will feel worthy if I have 5 friends. I will feel worthy when I have a bigger house. Get rid of the whens and the ifs. Think of a person you love the most in your life. And for a lot of my listeners here, it would be your child because I know I have a lot of moms who listen to this podcast. So probably, most probably, it would be your child. So think of a person you love the most and then think of your love for them. Do you love them with conditions? Would you love them only if they behave in a certain way or if they looked a certain way or if their weight was in a certain range? Would you talk to them the way you talk to yourself? No, right? So imagine giving yourself that same love that you give to this person, that same love that you give to your child. And that is how, my friend, you can start feeling worthy again. Because all of us were born worthy. We didn't have the feelings of unworthiness. As a baby, when you took that first step, you didn't think that, oh, I'm not worthy of taking this step. I'm not worthy of walking. I'm not worthy of running. I'm not worthy of crawling. You didn't think that. You just did it. There were no feelings of being judged. Oh, what would others think if I fall? Yeah, I just took my first step and if I fall, everyone is going to judge me. So I better not walk. I better not even try. No, we were all born worthy. So why not get back to that state where you can do anything you want without being judged? And I know that it's not going to be perfect. It's not going to happen overnight. Those feelings of unworthiness will keep coming back. But if you start looking back at where they're coming from, whose voice are you hearing, what story are you telling yourself, and how you can now make a new story. Trust me, you will do great things if you start feeling worthy again. And you can, little by little, baby steps. And as you start doing that, you can continue to increase your worth threshold. 
by listening to self-judgments and replacing them with positive self-talk. Whenever the thought comes, I can't believe I'm so stupid, change it. I did the best I could. It's okay to be imperfect. No one is perfect. I love myself anyways. Stop yourself whenever you're going down that rabbit hole. Be more mindful. Be more aware. Be more present. And look for signs. You know the things you do when you're feeling unworthy. How are you numbing yourself? Are you watching TV? Are you scrolling on social media? What are you doing to numb those feelings? And then face those feelings. Face those emotions. Be more aware. Share your success with others. Don't be ashamed. Find your personal cheerleader. Who is that friend? Maybe your spouse. Maybe your kids. Who is that one person or two people who are always going to cheer you up? Share your successes with them. Find a circle of friends who always lift you up. Find that community. And the more you surround yourselves with people who are cheering you on, the more worthy you're going to feel. And at the end, don't forget that self-worth is a gradual and lifelong process. There will be times when you will feel unworthy. As long as you're ready to go through those feelings, go reach out to that friend who's going to cheer you up and start using positive self-talk. And as long as you do those things, you will always bounce back up. And let me leave you with a quote from my favorite person ever, Brené Brown. Worthy now, not if, not when. We are worthy of love and belonging now, right this minute, as is. Remember this. I have this quote printed at my work desk and I keep reminding myself, I am worthy now. Doesn't matter what anyone says, doesn't matter what circumstances are, I am worthy now, right this minute, as is. And if you found this podcast helpful, if it motivated you, if it gave you some tips and helped you in any way, please, please, please let your friends know. Let that person know who you think can use this information, who you think is going through the feelings of unworthiness, and maybe this podcast can cheer them on and become that cheerleader for the people in your life. Also, talk to me, send me a message, tell me what you think about this episode, tell me what you're going through, whose voice are you hearing? How do you overcome those feelings of unworthiness? And if you need someone to hold your hand to walk through that long, long pathway from unworthiness to feeling worthy, then let me hold your hand. Let's talk more, my friends. Write to me on info at flauthenticme.com or reach out to me on Instagram. Send me a DM at sunny underscore lamba. I would love to hear more from you. How are you dealing with all those messages that come from the society, from the world, from our parents? And how are you shining in your life? And on that note, this is Sunny signing off. Until next time, stay authentic. Thank you for listening to the Flothentic Me podcast. Did you relate to something or had an aha moment? I would love to hear your thoughts. Connect with me on Instagram at sunny underscore lamba. Screenshot this episode and share it on social media or just send it to your friends. Just a reminder that every episode of Flathentic Me has its own page on www 
www.flauthenticme.com It's one place where you can find all your favorite episodes along with episode notes and the resources that I share here. You can also sign up for our newsletter so that you can get weekly tips and tools. Until next time, keep loving yourself and stay flauthentic. Thank you.